onion bagels. Onion bagels with pepper jack cheese, mayonnaise, pepper, turkey, oven roasted turkey, and one slice of Black Forest ham. It's delicious. I've become obsessed with them and pretty much have been my whole life of having eaten bagels though before I tried a bagel and before it doesn't count. And uh, for a while, you couldn't get onion bagels in local stores. <clears throat> Lindell's or something like that, I think. Uh, Linders? I don't remember the brand name. But what are your thoughts on onion bagels? Obviously, I'm a lot more... Uh... I've just, you know, changed a lot of things about my life the last few years and, and, uh, but, uh, I would, uh, I would, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do the ham. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I, more pork related products slip into my, um, uh, but I hate the word, I hate when people misuse the word diet because everything you eat's a diet. You just, it just, but people use it like they mean a trend of eating less or whatever, which is nonsense. But, um, right. I would, uh, I would, uh, I would destroy, I would straight up murder with, uh, uh, malicious intent. I mean, I have to toast it. I don't think I'd, I'd have to use a spicy mayonnaise or ramelade sauce or a, uh, I'd probably go with a spicy mustard though, or something like that. Or, I mean, I might, I might, I might, uh, be me and just put some avocado on there. I mean, some roast beef. I mean, turkeys, roasted turkey, obviously. Smoked a roasted turkey, obviously. But uh, double it up with some uh, roast beef or something, and uh, I would, uh, I would, I would. Uh, that thing would be screaming my name. Uh, so malicious murder is where mmm comes from. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> Malicious murder, it's contagious. contagious. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I thought I said, uh, uh, oh, maybe I did say malicious. I don't know, but. You did. Uh, but I would terminate with extreme prejudice. That's the slogan, I guess, people use. Yes. Yeah, no, I would. I love, um, you know, there's a place across from a shopping center over here that I like a lot. I just don't get into. Um, I mean, if I'm going to eat like a bread, like a breaded thing, you know, like a piece of bread, like it's probably going to be something related to pizza or a, or a, a burger of some kind versus a, I mean, when I was in high school, when I discovered bagels, you know, cause clearly they'd never been heard of before I discovered them uh, when I was a teenager, whenever I got into that, I mean, literally I probably gained 50 pounds when I was in high school just cause I would do exactly what you're describing. Yes, man. I like them. I like them in the morning. It might add some funk to my junk, but uh, you know, that was one of the beautiful things about a mask. It uh, it not only not only did it protect people from my face, but uh, it, it you know, that morning breath was uh, with an onion bagel. I don't know that uh, there's a toothpaste out there that quite effectively combats that. So uh. Yeah, masks mask served many things other than protecting cowardly white supremacists when they march on D.C. Well, it did a terrible job. I mean, that was the toughest part because, you know, I wear a beard a lot. I mean, I'll shave in the summer sometimes or if it's for a project. But uh, I just had a hell of a time because I wear a big, like, you know, huge beard usually. And the masks... I mean, I'm all about safety, you know, and all that. Um, but uh, but they kept squishing my beard and messing up the, I don't know how the, fa you know, my facial hair would be. And so I would just, it would literally look like I'd never grown a beard before, just the way it would, you couldn't, you have to try to get it back out and, you know, put it back, you know, like I'd never really put product in my beard before. Suddenly you're having to, you know, beer butter and, all this and at some point it's like you almost have to, uh, a straightening iron 
or a flat iron, I should say, to uh, keep everything moving oh, yeah. in the right direction. I sent you the link to the one I have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. But I, yeah. I've never grown mine out far enough to really utilize it. I have a, I do not have a, an attractive beard. It's, it's a little thin and uh, I don't know. I have a beard because I don't want to shave. Same. That's usually, that's usually my reasoning. Well, yeah. also when I was younger, I mean, you knew me before when I was a larger person. My face was so huge. Uh, Man, yeah, I had huge. to. I'm not saying it was huge, but uh, <laughs> but, but goddamn. Um, but anyway, but no, I did just to. I wouldn't say to hide my face, but just to try to change the curvature of my face from a dodgeball shape to something that more resembled a human. Um. But now it's, I mean, it's, it's obviously a slightly different case now, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, you, anyway, like, like that movie, uh, we watched the other day with you in it. And, uh, I look, I, I was watching some, uh, some footage from what we shot, uh, with the ensemble cast. Oh, Jesus. And, uh, yeah. And it's, you know, it's like a different person. Well, hopefully. I mean, it's, I mean, I, th I think and people get too wrapped up. Um, uh, usually people I make an effort to not be around or hang out with. But uh, the people I used to know are friends who, like, could not wrap their brains around the idea that you would really want to be a higher, better version of yourself. You would make certain investments in yourself a certain way and for health and wellness, not for vanity or whatever, but that a byproduct of being more responsible with eating habits, being more in intentional with uh, uh, like physical activity and, and, and being aware that a lot of like, behaviors I would now describe as gluttonous, whether it was with food or with alcohol or whatever, that they weren't beneficial and that they were, uh, 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 I don't say a substitute, but it was like in lieu of actually doing the real work on yourself you need to do to eliminate those problems. You know, it was like just putting a bandaid on a thing instead of actually trying to fix all the issues. So, and I just decided one day it was, I had to start fixing the issue, fix the problem and not try to solve them later, but actually preemptively address them to, so they don't happen. So. It's kind of nuts. I mean, I've been large my whole adult life. Um, and I just feel so much better when I don't eat as much and when I lose weight it's it's confounding to an extent though i do understand what uh emotional eating is or stress eating and i understand that the gut biome really rewards you when you eat badly and and i you know i cook a lot so when i cook something i like i grub but uh here the past few weeks uh, the wife and I both have cut back on eating, and uh, I mean, I feel better than I have in a long time. It, it's so beneficial to treat food as fuel for the most part, and it, but it's a hell of a mindset to get in to begin with and to stick with. I uh, I applaud your efforts. You. You know, you never were a big, giant, fatty, fat, 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 but, uh, you know, you lost the weight. I, I'm right now probably 90 pounds lighter than at my heaviest in life, um, but I could drop 40, no problem. I dropped 40 on Michael Jordan in the NBA, you know, never mind. Anyway, um, but my son, 
you know, my son lost at least 150 pounds. And our our friend with an accent, and I, I've said this before, it is a guy who says, I have an accent, not our other friend with an accent that is multilingual and and uh, and is applauded for being multilingual, as, whereas I am not, which I got a joke for that at some point. But our friend with the accent, I mean, he's at least 150 dropped. So uh, I, I don't know. I've watched people lose weight effectively, and their lives improve dramatically. So it's uh, I think it's something that uh that science will conquer. And I forget the name of the of of the chemical or or the details of it. Ozempic is a type of medicine. But uh, I recently saw that scientists believe that they will be able to control the appetite. And obesity in, in 10 years could be nothing like it is today. Which I think is great news, man. Because you can't go, I mean, you can. You can, you can get the salad at McDonald's or Wendy's or whatever. But uh, it is a hell of a lot easier to get enough food to fill you up to buy garbage. When's the last time you ate fast food? I know we kind of uh, talked about this a couple of days ago or whatever, but how long has it been? Uh, I'm Well, I'm trying to be real. I mean, obviously be as specific as possible because I'm sure there's something I might have forgotten about. I know I. I'm sure that in. At some point since the beginning of April. Oh, oh, I, well, I've doored it. I mean, I wouldn't. Cons I mean, it, it's. I guess stuff you order on DoorDash, I guess you could consider fast food because if you because it's like you know a chicken sandwich, uh, but not from a but not from a, a, a Zaxby's or a Chick Fil A, but it's from like local retail people, local vendors, small businesses. So that was probably in the last three three to four weeks. Um, yeah, I mean, a chicken sandwich is a chicken sandwich, I guess, but uh. I think the quality intent behind it is the differential here. The, uh, you know, does this place have a drive-through that you ordered from? I think they have like a, I think it's, I think the place they make the foods either like a, like a, you know, a DoorDash food prep place, or it was like a gas station that just happened to have a really good grill inside it. Huh. We'll have to split those hairs sometime. Uh, so, uh, I'm headed to I know the season. place I order chicken wings from that's my favorite chicken wing. Well, my top two chicken wing places. I'm pretty sure it's basically a grill inside of a gas station on off of 25th Street. So I guess that would be fat because it's fried, you know, it's fried chicken wings. I do like. And I did wings. have that, huh? I do like chicken wings. Yeah, yeah, they're legit, and they're affordable because I mean, I mean, obviously the price of everything's going up, but you know, like eighteen wings for twenty bucks or something, you know, right around that. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I've done DoorDash once, and that's because they gave me, like, a free DoorDash. It, you know, I always figure that it's going to be cold, 
going to take forever. Um, wings, I guess, would stand up to a little time. But I don't know. How, how do you find it? How do you, how do you like DoorDash? That's, that had been my feeling before I did it. Yeah. Uh, I've only had... Uh, the good experiences far outweigh the negative experiences. All uh, that's easier than than trying to have percentages. I mean, it's maybe it's one out of every ten or fifteen times something's not the way it's supposed to be. Um, which, of course, you know, being humans, that's the kind of thing we focus on. We you know we ignore the nine out of ten times things are correct. We just you know get mad about the one out of ten that. They're not exactly like we want them, but um, something like wings or you know a sub, something that can handle a time lapse and not suffer quality-wise. Mm-hmm. I'd be down for that, but I don't even order pizza anymore with their you know in-store delivery people because I live far enough out to where it's just cold and man, I I, I want that junk hot oh that's true yeah you do you do live uh on the other side of the road and at the end of that road yeah 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 uh that's uh you you live in the place people people retreat to when there's an invasion which is nice uh, yeah i'm sure there's plenty of people prepared for such things um yeah I, I just i cook at home i mean i'm getting to the point to where i'm making chicken wings at home instead of ordering them out but i'll go pick up something like instead of having a pizza place delivered to me i will uh i'll i'll take a blanket with me wrap that pizza up in the vehicle and get at home happy and it's been your experience. Well, you used to work. You used to work there, so you know. So just a blanket's the best way to do that. Well, you know, a, a heat bag would be ideal. And uh, I used to have one, and I don't know what happened to it. I had uh, I had all kinds of stuff after my divorce. I moved back in with my parents for a while and had. $5,000 roll around full to the brim tool cart and, and uh, you know, just lots of nice stuff. And somehow or another, when I moved out, everything just disappeared. It's uh, remarkable. But nobody knew anything. Moved out that you think that your ex-wife got rid of her, your your parents got rid of her? Well, the extended family seemed to have had need. Got it. Got it. I completely understand uh, that situation. Yeah. My my extended family, uh, I mean, they were kind of whatever, but they were generally very chill. And uh, I mean, I got along with them, but obviously my relationship was different. But they were a lot... Uh, if their uh, sister and stepsister, Mike's wife, could have been more chill like them, uh, I think, well, and obviously if she could have been honest, maybe things would have been different, but she couldn't, so whatever. Better off now. Better off. Better Word. Off now. My extended family is yeah. my, well, my family or my friends for the most part. Yeah. I don't get along with a lot of blood relatives. Yeah, it's always curious to me. I mean, it just just uh, just situational things that may lead to that. You know, um, just always curious. Not, I mean, not about asking about it, but just you know, like just well, odd, I mean, you know, fa- family dynamics. You know, are always interesting. You know. As you change in life, 
Uh, it doesn't mean the people you happen to have shared a womb with, you know, whether at the same time if you're a twin or throughout the timeline, you know, it, you don't ask. You don't get to choose who you're family with, but you certainly get to choose who you hang out with. And uh, I got a sister I'm still pretty close to. And, and that's because of the quality of her personality and her life choices. You know, people that uh, that choose to do things that, well, let's put it this way. Most of my cousins and such are conservative. So, you know, they're Bible thumping while they're voting in rapists and murderers and con artists and scumbags. Now, would you call them salt-of-the-earth good people? I'm sure they call each other that. But I can make observations that they would not find convenient to their narrative. Um, so, basically, there were people in line with my direction in life. And not so much served me, but certainly uh, promoted me as an individual, because we all need to receive a little bit at least. And if you didn't align with that, I didn't put a whole lot of effort in it anymore. You know, you're one of my oldest friends because everybody I grew up with, they either became nut jobs or conservative. Well, they became one kind of nut job and the others became another kind of nut job. So, uh, yeah, I just, family is, I think, a concept. Or I had to pick that definition to have family. Yeah, people, people get interesting as uh, time, time moves forward. I just, at some point, you have to be a little bit self-serving. What was, you know, you and I have a, have a, I mean, I mean, he writes a bunch of crazy nonsense on Facebook, but he was a nice guy when we used to see him. And he's, he lives out your way. And I think, you know, you and I were at his house one time. He built, he built a multi-tiered deck. Yeah. What? Why does he what is what do you think the rationale or the selfishness and capitalism, rampant capitalism at the expense of others might just be the most direct answer. But why do people what purpose unless it's their form of jihad, people that are that politically skewed why would they want anything to do with the arts industry or, or filmmaking other than just ego and trying to take money away from people uh, at their core before they were broke they could relate you know how can a conservative be a Star Wars I mean a Star Trek fan you know and, and they went nuts calling Star Trek's going woke. They they defined wokeness. They are the OG of woke. So they're they're delusional. They uh, that particular individual clearly grew up in a way that he had absolutely no self esteem, no confidence. So when he found out that he wasn't utterly worthless, like we all assume we are, eh, he, he, his market adjustment went too far the other way. You know, that's what I find in, in these particular individuals that, uh, oh, I, I'm being embraced. Therefore, I must entrench myself and become militant. Hence, I may lose this hug I'm getting. And, uh, you know, decent folk. Don't want a hug unless that hug is love felt and warming. 
I guess to them that is warmth. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, I'm, 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 I want to be able to support people that are trying to make good decisions for their lives and all that. But I just have a real tough time with, um, uh, and I'm fine, you know, if people do whatever they want with their personal lives, but when they are actively engaging in behavior that, you know, for a bunch of people that don't care what people think, they, they feel ashamed a lot about what they do that they think people are talking shit about them or whatever, you know? Yeah. They get validated um, for the first time in their life and they look around and it's, you know, <clears throat> high find and it's welcome. Go ahead and plug in. Yeah. Well, I guess welcome my issue is that if they, if, 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 if the Lord's moving them to do all this stuff and forgiving them and all this, if they actually gave a shit about, you know, the Lord or whatever, they'd stop doing all that shit, but instead they're doubling down on the bad behavior. Yes. And just, uh, uh, what's a nice way to say this? Uh, uh, handling themselves on a fairly basis in public about how safe they are. But if they obviously cared about it at all, they'd stop doing, uh, stop doing all the things that they uh, felt ashamed of to start with. They would, but they're never going to. No. I don't know how this is going to turn out, man. It, uh, I mean, I was watching this morning, Fox News was saying, look, talking to, uh, Comer or whatever that Nazi's name is about the Biden investigation to his finances. Which, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, I don't doubt for a second people were getting money out of their vice president probably going to be president re relative they were using that every way they could i mean there's nothing a democrat well, that's a, today's yeah. democrat is nothing but a reagan republican so uh okay fine but they the gop could not find anything on this guy and that still won't shut them off. Head east on I forty east. Yeah, we're going to hear Continue a little. Continue on I forty east for four miles. Yeah, that's that's fine. But I think that's a perfect example, actually, of uh, it is. all the people that actively engage in horrific behavior. They get put in a position where people can uh, they can feel validated, you know. And that was the whole thing when they would say all these. I guess Trump would have that line. I think it was, I mean, I'm sure Trump's one of the people that said it, but he would have that line about, we're going to, I can't do the voice, but, you know, we're going to drain the swamp or whatever he was saying. And it's, uh, you know, no, they didn't. I mean, if they drained anything, they just filled it up with uh, uh, straight up uh, uh, urine and fecal matter or where water had been at some point. You know, it made it worse than it was before. Oh, the only thing they drained um, was the middle class. I mean, of course, you know, poverty. But, uh... Let's not lump it. everybody. I'm sure Lin Lindsey Graham was draining some other things, but, uh... <laughs> anyway. Can you be more specific? Nah, just kidding. Um, no, well, again, I don't know what... I mean... Obviously, he's a, he's a, he's done a good job and tried to craft himself as a master manipulator. But uh, I don't understand. I mean, he just, you know, I mean, part of me applauds people that try to fix things from the inside. You know, yeah, you're, you know, and obviously. Exit 223 for US 29 North, US 70 East toward Reedsville. Evidently, I'm um, going to Reedsville, or at least headed that way. Well, there's fixing things, and then there's fixing things. You can fix a pipe, and it doesn't leak water anymore. You fix a fight, well, you know, a little different. So he's definitely fixing things. Well, I think, you know, it's... Never never talk about pipes around Lindsey Graham. He might, <laughs> might Man, on you, did but, I uh, pick the right friggin' time to bring in a pipe? Uh, that's funny. Words are so cool, man. You, you just don't even intend to lay down that uh, callback, and there it is. 
I lobbed it up for you, man. I hope you enjoyed that that return. I did. Well, you know, it was. Uh, I mean, I've, I've, I've. If I still, uh, still got into the booze, I would say, "What is that fancy margarita recipe?" But uh, uh, you don't do Trump, but I man, do. that was a definitely a passable Lindsay. It's my years of classic, uh, classical th- theatrical training. Um, I remember uh, we had a we had a, a U.S. twenty nine North, U.S. seventy East, Port Reidsville. Sorry. Yeah, Vo- yeah, you're fine. Voice and diction, uh, uh, coach. Well, he was a coach. I mean, obviously, it's coaching, uh, teacher. You know, whatnot. But. Uh, and that was super that was super valuable um and that was the same thing we were uh you know when we broke out the shakespeare the other week continue for three miles those were between that class and to really get into shakespeare again to help which i wish more people would do but just to, to deconstruct their misunderstandings or current perceptions of um linguistics i think it would just be exponentially helpful to uh to help people get tuned up in the right way and and i mean working on shakespeare you know just to help people have a better command of the english language and string words together more and work to be more intentional impactful about what they're the subtext is um, and uh, and and uh, well, it would help a lot of people that you and I might deal with on a regular basis or people I used to have to deal with who uh, you think if they had that, you wouldn't think they were idiots when they would when they would communicate their misunderstandings that they couldn't understand why they what they were saying was a misunderstanding. but um, uh, anyway. Anyway, do you what kind of do you, what, do you, do you do you just do streaming services or do you do like regular like a cable plan package? I do not have uh, any kind of cable. I don't have Spectrum tel- television. I have YouTube TV that I'm able to share, which I need to get you YouTube family so you don't have to watch commercials. Um, YouTube TV I can have. Like, I could hook you up with YouTube TV, too, and you would be able to uh, have local channels and all kinds of crap. Um, I mean, I'm already paying for it, man. And, and for me, I don't, I'm not going to ask you for money. To me, the value of, of five people being able to use that service, that's reward enough for me. I'm going to pay it anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, the in-laws, they use it. Oddly enough, uh, I try to give it to people, and they just don't bother. But anyway, maybe they don't quite get that it's beneficial to them. Uh, and uh, in half a mile, continue straight onto US twenty nine North North O Henry Boulevard. And uh, uh, I have Disney Plus that I paid four years for when it first came out for like 99 bucks. Um, I have Continue straight onto us 29 North North O Henry Boulevard, Amazon prime as well. I've cut everything else off. Continue on us 29 North for 37 miles. And I can kill this for a little while. There we go. All right. No more map for 37 miles. What do you got? Uh, well, I guess that was my thinking. Uh, I switched to Spectrum uh, probably last fall. And generally speaking, I mean, obviously we try to be specific on this on this uh, fancy, fancy show. I, a couple times during the last three or four weeks, it's just really just been a, 
uh, acting acting like a racist HR person and not doing anything correctly, and then acting like it's my fault. Um, uh, not to be too specific for some of our listeners, but uh, but it's just not uh, you know. And I, I guess you know, and I haven't been to the website today to look at it, but but it's one of those things where it's you know I always just how you're conditioned. I'm always like, Oh my God, what did I do to call it? Which of course I didn't do anything to cause it just happening independently. But, um, but, uh, but yeah, the Wi-Fi. there's no problem with the Wi-Fi. It's just the, uh, just the cable situation. Um, and I don't think I ever had any problems when I was with time Warner. Um, well, they are the same company. Okay, well, I've ne- the situations I'm having now I never had before I switched. So switched plans. You're talking about trying to watch live broadcast television. Yes. What kind of troubles are you having? Like right now, it's I'm not getting a signal, and then it'll come in and be snow, and I'm turning oh. it off and turning it on. But your internet is fine. The internet's 100% fine. Do you ever do speed tests on your internet? Uh, no. How do you do that? You go type in speed test in your search engine, and you'll okay. get options. Um, that's something you want to do from time to time, especially if you're having any kind of problems, because that can be an indicator of the integrity of your signal. But if your internet's fine and your TV's wonky, I would guess that it is your box. Though I don't have Spectrum TV, so I don't quite know their exact setup. I imagine you have a modem for your internet and a different box for your television. Correct. Yeah, it's your TV box that's the problem. All right, so let me... uh, Okay, so it says... MBPS download 308.6. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Okay. Um, that should always be in the 300 range because I'm assuming you're paying for the 300 package. Could be. I know I tried to make sure it was 100% correct when I set it up so I wouldn't have to go back and think about it later. Um, but you should just drop your... Uh, spectrum television and hook up with YouTube TV with me so that uh, my money is better spent and you save money and and, and it's basically the same thing you know because even your spectrum television is nothing but internet based anymore They're, they're identical services you'd be able to pause and record and all that kind of happy crap. Um, it uh, doesn't have quite as many channels depending on what package you got. But I hate regular television. Commercials irritate me. And so I, uh, I don't really watch a whole lot of it. For me, if I had Food Network I'd probably be in the, that'd be enough. So I will watch sports ball. Yeah, I, I need a, and I forgot because, you know, I don't, I, I, I'm not sitting on the couch a lot. I mean, I, in the morning I will be, you know, and obviously news, you know, I'm a news junkie. So a few news channels, um, uh, I think WeTV does Law and Order, old school Law and Order marathon, so that's good to have around. Yeah, we got that. Yeah, um, little History Channel. I mean, I'm still, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not against ancient aliens or anything like that, but I feel like you have to develop the narrative beyond the same basic thing they always talk about. Like some new evidence, new ideas, 
reinterpreting things instead of just kind of drumming the same drumming the same beat they always uh they always do but give me some three dollar and four cent refuel on the way home looks like um oh i saw uh, i was i was driving back uh from uh uh the Sparta area yesterday, and I got down into Elkin, and it was like two, two ninety one. Yeah, man, I, I have clinics in Elkin, and uh, I often schedule that around my fuel needs. The place, uh, the place that you're going today, how far across the state line is it? It's not very far at all. I mean, it's in Danville, like like downtown Danville according to the map uh, it, it's it's right there at the border it uh I'm looking forward to it even though VR casino is pretty spectacular man oh gosh it, you know sitting at the roulette wheel felt just like sitting at the roulette wheel um then the, the Texas Hold'em is fine. I mean, it's, the problem with online Texas Hold'em is you got idiots that are in there, you're going all in every hand, and you just can't really play the game. But I would very much like to have a group of people I played with regular. And, uh, I, oh, and I got a, uh, I got a, a, a this device that's basically a ping pong paddle handle, and it holds a controller. So you can just mm-hmm. hold the paddle when you play ping pong. Um, I bought a few games over the weekend to go with that. No, that was uh, maybe I just have never done that, or I mean, I thought I had before, but that was amazing. It is, and it's still just early in the technology. Uh, we used to play. It's called a, a bridge crew, Star Trek bridge crew, to where you are sitting there and doing all the functions like you're on the Enterprise, going into battle and things like that. Mm-hmm. But we found ourselves sitting in a shuttlecraft, flying around the Enterprise and just talking. And it is just it's awesome. It is escapism at a fine, fine level. And my life has been catered timeline-wise. You know, just when I got old enough to know what's going on, Atari uh, was around, right? And then mm-hmm. just when I got old enough to have a bit of uh, intellect or technical ability, uh, Commodore 64 came out. The personal computer, the first really mass popular computer and uh, so i was programming on that and then now as i'm entering uh, my older time on this planet in this plane of existence vr is going to slide me into home plate man so yeah it uh it works out like that the wife will just throw a rig on my head when i'm that much older and I'll be placated and she'll feed me baby food and then she can, you know, do whatever it is she wants to do. Well, it's good that she's, she's, she knows, she knows what she signed up for. (laughs) I wonder if she does or did. It was such an interesting contrast with her and I, she was uh, pretty much normal as far as, a normal person can be and still be clearly uh, altered enough personality wise that we appeal to each other. But, uh, and I was the opposite on so many levels. We have adventures, that's for sure. You, uh, you plan on doing any traveling? Uh, well, I've got, a you know, some, uh, conferences and things I volunteer with. So, uh, and our friend that's, 
you know, actually works in the industry. We're trying to kind of schedule around his trips and my trips and we're going to do that, uh, that photo shoot. Um, I was going to go, uh, you know, try to really make an effort to get down to, uh, the beach more this year, but then I, you know, I joined the Elks Lodge again, you know, re-up my membership there and there's a pool there obviously. So it's like, at some point I'll go to the beach, blah, blah, blah. But then, uh, one of my friends from college, you know, that is in LA, we were talking a few weeks ago. So she wants me to, to come out there. So, and hopefully we'll be able to do something, create something, um, not a baby, but you know, something, something, uh, uh, good and fun. that could be, you know, dropped into a festival or get a lot of clicks online or something. So. Word, word. So, Oh, well, and I guess to get around to see, you know, family and stuff, but it's one of those weird times where a lot of my cousins, kids, their sports schedules are ending. They're not really playing summer sports and they're all traveling. So you're just trying to coordinate schedules as, uh, you know, and kind of dealing with everybody's, the eccentricities of people's personal lives. So, Where would you go for a vacation? Well, I don't want everybody to swamp down where I'm going, but I would say, so, uh, I mean, just me of where I like to go that I prefer to go. Um, uh, down east, about halfway between Wilmington and the Outer Banks. Word, like Beaufort? Uh, yeah, right, yeah, Atlantic Beach, Morehead City, Emerald Isle, right there. I'm going to Wilmington this weekend. Was it a... I feel like you told me that, but I can't... Was it a wedding, or what was it? Just a... It had, well, we got friends down there. Okay, right on, right on. And uh, since we have the studio, it's the year of local travel. I don't think I'll be on a plane this year. Of course, that'll change. But I know the wife is like, I want to go somewhere. And I'm like, go in the kitchen and make me a sandwich. Uh, not really. Um, no, you gotta have you gotta have structure. Discipline's not the enemy of enthusiasm. But uh, yeah, you know, I don't think we'll be going. If we go anywhere, it'll be to Vegas because rooms are fifty dollars a night at like the Bellagio and junk like that. Thanks to trips like today, where I'm going to a even though Bellagio is not Caesars, and I, I, I'm getting the same deal with them. Maybe I'll go into detail on that, on how to get lodging in Vegas for cheap and get things like buy one, get one free buffet. Because, man, that's like a $60 value right there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it'll be Vegas. Vegas does a lot for us, especially now that car rentals have returned to normal from what I've seen lately. Because we love the outskirts of Vegas, the beauty of the the the, the, the land and the features uh, every bit as much as anything else. So we'll get in the car and just drive around for hours and hours and hours. On our honeymoon, we had a car and we woke up at like six in the morning and we were driving around and we see the Los Angeles sign. And I just look at her and go, hey, you want to go to L.A.? Boom. We, uh, four hours later. That's a great drive. I love that so much. And the drive home from that was even better for the drive back to Vegas because a California Highway Patrolman pulls up beside, there's like three of us doing 75, 80, whatever. He pulls up beside us, hits his lights, and kind of does a hand signal like forward, pulls in front of me, 
and we're doing 110 on the way home, on the way back to Vegas, behind a cop. So uh, that we Dana fell asleep, woke up, and we were back in Vegas. And she's like, "How? How did that happen?" That was that was fun. You ever been through that kind of drive, like in the Mojave uh, Desert, that kind of area? No something that's just i've never had the opportunity to experience man we got to go to vegas together go to vegas together we do we do uh i always wondered like and and maybe it's because you you know moving and flexibility of speed but i always thought like there's no way it should take somebody 15 or 16 hours to drive from vegas to la oh who does that well apparently sammy hagar because he can't drive 55 and the judge is telling him all kinds of bullshit. But, uh, but I always thought that was the drive he was talking about was from Vegas to LA. Maybe it was from somewhere else. To, nah, to he's LA, probably but. talking about just traveling up the West coast and in that area, because between San Diego and, uh, you know, I guess big Sur in that area, traffic's probably less in between San Fran and, and, uh, LA. Yeah. That I mean, might, well, we, that might be less traffic jammy. Yeah. And we traveled out there when I was a kid, but obviously if you're sitting in the back seat reading books, you don't. Right. Or looking would out the call, window, you know, you're just oblivious. Would you call that song by Sammy Hagar traffic jam? I, 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 what I call it that? I mean, you know, we have Yacht Rock. If he's singing about. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I was, I'd uh, hit my head for a second. Sorry. Um, I'll tell you what's a good song like that is um, there's an Elton John song called Heavy Traffic. Or Traffic Jam. Yeah, it, it is, but it's a fun. Uh, it's more popish, but it just kind of has uh, just different, you know, instrumental elements to it. Um, it looks like the uh, the lovely. Band, uh, I don't think his that, band got enough credit for their musicality. Elton John's band. Yeah. Yeah, like unless you just know who those dudes are, you would never like Davy Johnston and and. Uh, Nigel. The other dudes whose names escape me. Nigel, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's funny because you can always pick them out when you see them playing. Like, you always recognize them. But, uh, but names, names uh, uh, escape. But it looks like a pretty perfect day for your, uh, your trip up there. It is a lovely drive so far. The uh, lovely uh, lady that's given me the weather says it's, uh, you know, up into the 70s, but uh, in the 60s most of the day, low pressure systems coming in, possibly a little rain later. Are y'all st just going to be there today or are y'all crashing? Uh, Dana's, a, well, I've already mentioned her name. The wife is at work. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I took the day off for this. At first, she's like, eh, I don't want to go. And then, of course, this morning, I want to go with you. And I wanted her to come, too. It, Mondays suck. We always get separation anxiety on Mondays. I'd imagine so, yeah. I'd, I'd definitely imagine so. One plus two, like, there's so, people are so... wrapped up in their own negativity that they don't understand like you know like your anxiety or my anxiety or whatever or or just not liking mondays it's not necessarily the t list of things we have to accomplish that day it's other people's shitbag negativity because they hate their lives and they don't want to be there like if they had better attitudes mondays would improve substantially um you know I <clears throat> 
I go into Mondays usually very upbeat and energized. then I annoy people because I come in upbeat and energized. Though that also is something I love. The more I can aggravate people, the better. Especially when you're being upbeat and and positive and all that. But any morning, as soon as I hit the shower, it just turns on the, hey, how you doing today? Everything's great. Woo, let's go. So, uh, that is annoying in general. I annoy my poor wife, who is not a morning person, to the level that I am, and uh, and I adore it. I adore adore being aggravating. Or if I could show you with my arms flopping back and forth, agitating. Yeah, I always, unfortunately, I don't work in that situation uh, anymore necessarily. But I just used to, the people I used to work with, and it was really only two or three, well, it was really just basically two people and then a third person showed up later. But they were just so just goddamn negative and just hateful and mean-spirited. But they were so, but they, they were so mad if you were in a good mood. Yeah. Like they were yeah. so resentful if you were in a good mood. Obviously, yes, they hate their lives. They hate this. They hate that. But they're not doing anything to make things better. You know, they hated your positive attitude, you know, all this stuff. And uh, and then also, if you weren't a racist, I think they weren't a fan if you weren't a racist. But uh, but I just, yeah, I just can't. Uh, or, you know, that they would think that you didn't take your job seriously. Just bullshit. Just nonsense ass. You know, and again, again, people who thought that you know they could just pray their pray their horrible behavior well not even pray it away but just get away with it it was their, their get out of jail free card well i find a lot of people just get angry that you know why isn't all of these circumstances burying you like they're burying me and of course they're burying us every bit as much as anyone else but when you choose to look at it from a, a different angle and go at it from a different angle, it makes it all better. You know, I, I hate catchphrases and whatever, but there's one mind over matter. If you don't mind, it don't matter. It's a choice to be buried by your circumstances. You may not get to choose your circumstances, but you certainly can choose to still find happiness in life. Well, but that was the thing that just will always kill me, especially, I mean, again, these, these people that just pop in my mind, we talk about people who are miserable. The, just the amount of, uh, I mean, obviously, yes, it's self-hatred, but just how, just the, I, I just, I, I, you know, I just can't, uh, I mean, it's, and it does turn into a bunch of worn out cliches about toxicity and all this. Yeah. And I, you know, and I get it. People have shit lives sometimes, but it's like, at some point you just have to, but also there was like so much people that get wrapped up. Uh, like they built their lives around deception and self-deception to the point of they were spending so much time, you know, they were gaslighting other people so much they didn't realize how much they were gaslighting themselves. In the corporate and, environment, uh, I mean, work environment, period, just <clears> trains <throat> people to do the things that serve them. I'm not being yelled at by the boss when I do this, even though I feel like I have more to offer. And get trained into that job you know i know within my job there are things i want to implement and contribute and all that stuff and uh it just doesn't fit with the concept of up managing and or 
uh, well, your efforts may not pay off. I need you to swap the deck, not invent a self-cleaning pirate ship Roomba. So, oh, 100%. I mean, that was... Oh, no. Am I losing you? Yeah, can you hear me? I think I'm in... Uh, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. I am very... Yeah, you were, dro you were dropping out for a second. Yeah, you were dropping out for a second. Um, might be better now. Okay, well, and again, and this the because you have to look at these things and just laugh at them because if you took them seriously, you'd have to start calling people appro you know names that were reflective of their behavior. Um, uh, and there's that's the choice I'm talking about because I've been there. Yeah, and, you know, uh, it, it's I could come armed to the teeth, but as I like to say, no matter how right you are, if you're not effective, you're wrong. So, you know, I wasn't being yeah. effective and the corporate world trained me to, I guess, know my place or whatever. So am I robotic at work? Yes. Do I care? 100%. Do I go at it from a silly, happy angle? Almost constant. You know, they're not going to... They're not going to turn me into the people you're talking about. And, uh, and I think that shows in the quality of people that I have in my life outside of work, which is the only life I have, you know. I turn that switch on at 8 o'clock, and at 5 o'clock, I turn it back off. Yeah. Luckily, I work for a company that that's enough. Uh, I've worked at places where I could be a top performer, but because I didn't bleed the color of the company logo, it wasn't enough. So that's why I'm not. Oh, I, I, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I that I had a, I had a, you know I, I had one guy where I was you know previously worked. It was like, you know, anytime you'd, you'd, you'd tell him something, he would always say, did you see it in person? Well, I don't care if you didn't see it in person. You know, so he's like, y'all, you know, be out in the field, see all these things in person, blah, blah, blah. And then another guy later was like, look, it's uh, people are concerned you're never here. Right. I'm like, well, there's only, you know, eight, eight hours in a, well, there's more than that, but I'm not going to kill myself for, you know, to, to, for whatever, but I mean, literally, just constantly—I wouldn't say it's double talk because it would be from different people, but just aggressively conflicting points of view. And so it's like, no matter what you do, you're not going to be right. But then, I mean, not not in—I mean, in real life, you'll be correct. But in the fake quasi corporate right. world, you know. Um. But uh, anyway, but I remember the line about yeah, they 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 uh, they call you the ghost. Cause you're never here. I'm like, well, do they call that other girl the sex worker? I mean, what, what, uh, you know, what, uh, what are we, what are we talking about here? Well, you, you, know? you know, my job has me out and about, and uh, there was somebody that was trying to make some kind of big deal out of that, and I'm like, do I support anybody in this building? No. The, yeah. why, why are you here? Because you don't either. Why aren't you out there doing anything? And uh, they shut off after that. And luckily, yeah, well, I, well I, I, I mean, after 17 yeah. years and the, my history with that company, considering the roles I had at one time and the people that have them now, uh, they know me on a certain level that they realize that if I'm saying something, it may not be convenient to, to them, but it's going to be difficult to counter. Because I don't say it unless I can back it up. 100%. Yeah, I, well, I don't want to, we can, we can explore this rabbit hole another day. I gotta, I gotta, you're ready for some meetings, but, uh, 
but uh, but ha have a great time and let me know how it is and we'll. Well, this is a temporary structure while they build the okay. real deal, so it's it's going to be uh, like four kings or whatever it is down towards Charlotte is uh, just a bunch of trailers hooked together. So I don't expect much. I just want the the roulette table to be the kind that I like. If it is, I'll probably be up here fairly often. Because, man, comps are everything. You're never going to win money in a casino. But you can win the equivalent or more in cheap stays because if you want to go on vacation, you're going to need a room. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And this is a way to get, instead of a $300 room, you're paying 50 bucks. So uh, that's my whole angle on the whole casino thing as a whole and while we're on the subject what do you think of your reckon as a whole that sounds like you're trying to slide a dirty joke in because i have to get off to go to a meeting indeed all right man later all right all right take it easy <laughs> all right